0: I just saw something that I I need to share. Okay. Hey, I'm Obi, that's Ed. And we are drinking from the Guardian Host, your absolute favorite podcast. You can guess wherever you get your podcasts. We're there. Like us, subscribe, download, listen to us. Most importantly, give us some feedback so we can react to it. Who you as one of the voices and friends of our show, Ed? How are you?
1: Doing great, Obi. Uh, Looking for another episode, uh, and uh, I don't know where you're going to go with this, but I do. I do want to share real quick one piece of feedback I got from a recent episode. We were talking about our inventions, and I had said that uh, I invented the fanny pack, and the girl next door. We've we've had we've talked about this person on previous podcasts. The girl's next. The girl next door. Says, oh yeah, the fanny pack story definitely checks out. And I thought about it for a second. I'm like, holy shit, she's saying I'm a dork.
0: And she confirmed it. Oh, I I, I remember reading the comments, and she clearly was saying, I believe you invented Fanny Packs and you're that big of a dork. That was definitely uh what she was getting at. But she was your babysitter as opposed to you know not just the girl next no,
1: door. No, 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 no. No. Never babysitter. She used to buy me beer. Just oh, I thought to... she did both.
0: I apologize. No, no,
1: no. No. Oh, if you had a babysitter that bought you beer, they'd be the best babysitter ever. No, no. She she just bought me beer.
0: Uh, I did not have a babysitter that bought me beer. I had um, a friend whose babysitter when we were older bought us beer no longer the babysitter but did do well, the beer ba- purchase
1: baby that when you were younger then when you were older no longer babysitting but became the beer mule
0: yes yes got it got so it. i was i was a friend of that person and definitely experienced the beer muleism if you will got
1: so, it yeah so basically i got some feedback and i got called the dork in it without yeah.
0: being very
1: subtle, but I'm very smart and I picked up on it. That I was being called a dork.
0: So I, I will say the person who inspired the last episode was very happy with your responses. Thought it was good of you to admit to being under peer pressure and uh, good of you to realize some of the harm that you may be causing in terms of independence for your children. Although, like, like I said, I'm, no, I'm not that different than you, so I think we should both get the we on that, But, but there it is.
1: Speaking I'm not sure based on the peer pressure, I don't think any of us are any different. Yeah. Anybody who says they're not, everyone looks at you like you're you're like a bad parent because you're the one keeping your kid not having a phone until they're tenth grade and stuff like that, you know?
0: I agree. I agree. And uh we do look at this person sometimes. A... Okay, got it. That makes sense. Uh but speaking of your daughter, how was your father's day?
1: Well well, you know, Father's Day is in, I I found Father, so this is, you know, I got to be careful what I say on this podcast because a lot of people, a lot of different people listen to this. But what I found about Mother's Day and Father's Day is that once the kids are old enough, like there's that gray area between being old enough to do it themselves and actually really understanding the responsibility of doing it themselves, you know what I'm saying. Yes, yes. Right? So there is that couple of year window where it's probably underwhelming, that makes sense.
0: I get it. So I told you I wanted to discuss Father's Day. Mine would – it sounds like yours and mine were relatively similar. But um, I was on social media on and off throughout Father's Day, as as one would be, and I noticed something horrible. And I have not noticed this at Mother's Day, but I noticed it this year at Father's Day – and it was horrendous because we, Ed, are at an age where our friends are equally posting happy Father's Day to their father and happy Father's Day in heaven to their fathers. I saw so many folks who were posting, happy. I felt, I felt bad for them. I felt lucky for myself, nervous for myself. I don't know if you saw that i don't see it around mother's day but boy did i see it this father's day
1: i saw it i saw it i don't think i had the same reaction that you did i i think the reason i didn't have that same reaction is, is that you know nowadays people you know you get the and again listen both my parents are alive so i again i'll be very careful with what i say here but i do think and people grieve in different ways right so i'm not there right so i'm not passing judgment but you do see like happy birthday and have like it's celebrated, not, I guess it's acknowledged on Facebook at Father's Day. If the father has passed away, it's acknowledged on the anniversary of their death. And then it's also acknowledged on their birthday, right? So, And I don't even know if like birthday in heaven means that's like the day they went to heaven or if that's their actual birthday on earth, but now they're in heaven. Like, I don't know, but it seems like that stuff is out there a lot. Obi. I know what
0: you're saying, but I think it's out there a lot. Um. You're right Uh, in everything you just said. I see that throughout the year, and I go, I wonder if I'm going to grieve that way. That's literally what I think. I can tell you my wife, uh, I've lost my father-in-law. I believe you've lost your mother-in-law. But my wife does not grieve that way for her father. Um, But I I have friends do it. And I will say that those people who post at least one of those other ones all posted the Happy Father's Day in in um heaven but there were other people who i was not necessarily aware of their father having passed away or been reminded on a relatively consistent basis that their father had passed away who did post it so i, I felt like it was uptick now maybe it's because other people are seeing it and they're like oh back to peer pressure i should wish my father a happy father's day as well in heaven because these other people are but i just felt well, like there was a A a critical mass
1: worth of it. Okay, Obi, I think you I think you touched upon something, peer pressure, right? So this is a theme from last episode to this episode. You cannot tell me there isn't peer pressure on Mother's Day, Father's Day, any of these days to post about the right. Like I felt pressure all day. Like I did not put a Facebook post out there, um, Happy Father. I called my father. I had a conversation with him. I gave him a bottle of cognac a couple days earlier when I saw him because I knew I wasn't going to see him on Father's Day, right? That's how I celebrated Father's Day with my father. I, I did not post something. I, and again, I'm not saying you shouldn't. It's just because everybody was posting, I'm like, I'm not going to be that guy. I'm not going to post too. like, Because if you don't post that at like 6 a.m., you're like a copycat at that point, you know, like, because everyone else did it. So I just think there's a lot of peer pressure. Like, you got to post. And another thing I noticed this year, not only do you have to post about your father, right? There seems to be peer pressure about the moms having to post about their husbands with pictures of dad and the kids. Like, so mommy's like, I'm wishing Happy Father's Day to the be best father, which, by the way, I just want to cut to the chase here for everybody listening. When I read all these posts and, and by the way, I'm not passing judgment. You can do whatever you want, but I know that you're all a bunch of lies because the best father is talking right now. So, and maybe the second best is on the other side of the microphone. But the point is, it's great you feel that way. Have some confidence, but just know you're lying.
0: So, um, I'm going to leave that last po- 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 uh, part about who's the best there. I'll take my, given the number of fathers in the world, I'll take my second best attorney ever uh, cop, and, and go with that and, and be okay. I'm not a lawyer, but, yeah. You get the joke you get the joke um but uh yeah i'll be second that that's fine but yes you see this and some of these people who get posted either you grew up with them or you've seen them fathering, and you're like you or you know the wife only and you're like you that's not how you talk about that person the other three <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly yeah.
1: it's peer pressure it's all listen Social media is all about making other people feel bad. It really is. I mean, if no one wants to admit that, that's fine. But why else are we posting photos of us having fun? Like, come on. Do we, like, think about it. We're not I don't know. That.
0: I don't know it's all about that. I think some of it's about making people laugh. I don't know. I did have a Father's Day post. It was true, but I also thought it was kind of funny. I went for a bike ride that morning, if you missed yes. my post. Yeah, but I, I saw it, but the problem is, you I went back and the, fixed it, yeah.
1: You you botched it with a typo, and you're like, they're smoking weed more than they're smoking weed. I'm like, I don't even know what he's
0: trying to say. I went full coffee on that one. I, I did. I, I did go back and correct it, but, uh, so, Obi, yeah. why
1: don't you tell people what you tried to say?
0: So I went for a bike ride, and according to my nose, there were three times as many people on Father's Day smoking weed as there were smoking meat. <laughs> yes.
1: However, your initial post said three times as many people smoking weed as smoking weed and I'm like what the hell is this guy, this guy must have been smoking weed himself because he makes no sense and then I saw you update it like four hours later after your contact tie wore off and you put smoking yeah
0: weed. after a- after I got back uh, yeah after and I then of course
1: back I had a complete thought about the joke I could make about smoking meat but I just kept it to myself because it
0: was a holiday right well, you know, how'd you smell somebody smoking meat could have been a very boom easy
1: or whose meat were you smoking to know, you know, what scientific study did you do? Yeah. There's lots of things. And those probably aren't even the ones that are initially popped into my head. Yeah, and then well, realized, we're,
0: we're not going to go with any yeah. of those because they're, they're just rude and they won't age well. And they're not funny, but um, speaking of, well, not aging well, but being a ger- the greatest father ever, you finally got to go to the concert. With your daughter and her friends, and let us in on that before we get to our last topic, whatever that might be. All
1: right. So let, let so I'll get into that a little bit, but I will tell you the comment of the night was when we were leaving the <laughs> we we're leaving the state. First of all, you know, going with women, young women, it's it's interesting because when the concert was over, they had to go to the bathroom. And I and by the way, I, I respect that. I had to go to the bathroom too. Uh, unfortunately, at Sheeran concert, a lot of females at this concert. So the lines, it like MetLife is not built that way. The, MetLife is used to having the lines for the men's bathroom because everyone's watching football, right? But instead, there's all huge lines for the female locker uh, bathroom. So they have to wait online. By the time they're, I, I shit you not, by the time they get out of that bathroom, everyone else in the stadium had basically left. It was completely empty, right? I found out later when I saw my daughter's Instagram, they're in there taking selfies. That's what took them so long. But anyway, so we get out. Place is basically empty and we're walking out and there must have been another guy must have been waiting for a similar situation because he's standing there all by himself. And as I'm walking by, he starts counting one, two, three, four, five. Oh, my God, you're father of the year. And I quickly said, hey, but only one's mine. He goes, I don't care. You should still get an award. Hey, girl, did you hear that? And uh, they had no idea what he was talking about. I laughed. Um, so that just goes to show you the like the the I was the street cred I got at this concert. But I'll tell you what, Obi, I lucked out for two reasons. The first reason, and I will publicly state this, the Ed Sheeran concert that I thought was going to be boring as hell because the guy just plays a guitar and has no band was amazing. The guy is an amazing musical talent. And yes, he only played by himself, but he uses for if you know music, you'll know what I'm about to say. If you don't, I'll explain it real quick. But he uses a loop pedal, and so a loop pedal allows you to play something and record it while you're playing, and then play it back over and over, and then you can play on top of that. You can layer it, so you can do a couple different sounds. And so what he's able to do at the beginning of every song, he he sets his loop up, and so then it's basically a rock, it's a rock and song. Because he's got all these different layers and then he, he plays these things. And, and it's, it's pretty amazing that he's that talented. And so it's not a backing track, it sounds like it, but it's, it's made in the moment. So it's an amazing talent. So that's the first thing amazing talent. I'd actually go again. But the second thing that was amazingly interesting to me, I did not expect it. I expected big rock, con- roll, or rock you know, show at MetLife. And uh, it was really family friendly. I mean, there were four year old, three year old kids there. There was a lot of couples, a lot of families of four, a lot of, you know, and not once you smelled more weed while you were smoking someone's meat than I smelled in that whole concert. And it's legal. And there was no weed. Can you imagine going to a rock show with 80,000 people and no weed? And that's what I dealt with.
0: No weed at this whole concert. So uh, I'm going to take these one at a time. Uh, we'll go backwards. No, I can't imagine that. I don't even know if you can call the rock concert. Maybe, <laughs> maybe this is what edibles have done to the world. Because there's got to be somebody there who wants to, you know, get high while they're listening to Ed Sheeran. Um, so I'm, I'm blaming edibles. But I'm going to go to the first point. I knew Ed Sheeran was great. I, I was not going to spend our time arguing with you to. Like Ed Sheeran, I I did, I think, if you recall, encourage you to listen to some of the music so you're prepared, but you said, no, you're going to go blind. But I'm glad you liked Ed Sheeran. I do realize that he is a particularly talented individual. And what our original plan for this episode was, is I was now going to start to do that 1950s challenge with you on the 2010, because that's also about just as far away from 1981 as uh, – the 1950s oh, so you
1: were. so you wanted you wanted me to say that there's not one song from 2010 better than 80s music
0: uh no I wasn't gonna go that I knew you wouldn't go that far but I I wanted to, I was gonna pick a, a reasonable excellent top 100 of all time 1980s song that I think would be in your even higher tier and then see if you thought any song since the in the 2000s or later was better than it um I was gonna give that song a much better fighting shot than I did uh, than you did with uh your go-go's pick. And so, then
1: why aren't you doing it? What happened?
0: Well, here's what happened. The so five Uber Rich dudes are missing by the Titanic, and you said you wanted to discuss that. So you know what we're we'll be discussing next episode. Talk to me about your search for the Titanic, Ed.
1: Yeah, so it, it, <laughs> again, Gabby be very respectful here there's five lives at i mean five lives at stake you know i hope they find them and save them and and rescue them i I just read an article says there's about this whole date when we're um we're recording this right obviously the whole thing i hope they find hopefully by the time you're listening to this they're they're alive but i think it's more about why why do you have to do crazy stuff like So there's this uh, submarine, it's only 18 feet long or whatever. Like, why would, why would you get in a tin can with four other people? Like it's claustrophobic, like, forget about the fact that you're going like, what, 15 miles down or something, five miles down to see the Titanic when you can already watch it on TV. But what, like, it's not a Disney ride, like shit can happen. Like, I don't know why you would do that. And I, I think it's the same as these people who fly into space with Bezos they're paying a couple hundred grand to do that. Why would you fly into space? That's far less safe than it is going on a commercial airline. I just don't know why people, particularly rich people, feel the need to tempt space.
0: So, I uh I don't know either, but I do know if I had the money and I could choose, I would like to go and uh see what the earth looks like from way up there. I I Don't want to get into a cluster. And I might not even be able to do the space thing when I actually see how small the rocket is and figure out how long I have to be there. So, I mean, let me let me just say that. But the going underwater definitely would probably crack my uh, crack my brain wide open. And we have a friend who spent some time in a real submarine. Uh, He came out. okay. But yeah, still
1: those are different. So one of the things that this submarine that's missing, looking for the Titanic, I, I, you know, I've been reading up on it. Apparently it doesn't open from the inside. It gets bolted shut. <laughs> like there's not like a real hatch on it. Like they bolt the sucker shut, as if you built the thing for your bathtub. Like, I don't get that. Like, I, I don't know if you're going to be underwater like that. And I know you're not going to open the door 10,000 feet down. Right. The, the pressure. But I still think you would want some way to get out on your own, right? Because what what if you came to the surface and no one was there to un, like, oh, shit, that's metric, man. Yeah,
0: that, there's a <laughs> lot. And it's not a submarine either. By the way, it's a submersible for whatever that's worth. Just so we, you know, we've done our research. We've done yeah. our Googling here. Do we know the difference? Uh, yes, the submarine can uh, launch off out on its own. A submersible has to be launched off of a boat that's already in the ocean. Got
1: it. Got it. Okay. Listen, the greatest story I ever heard from our friend that used to, well, he hung out on the sub because he was at the Naval Academy, was about how, and you remember, I think he was under, you know, he classified, right? He could never tell us where he went, but he did tell us they were out there for like three months. And I remember him saying, like, the craziest thing he saw was the people who just brought cartons of cigarettes with them to sell because of the people who quit smoking before the, 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 the tour got underway and then started having, you know, pangs to have it and I think he said he sold one cigarette go for like 10 bucks at one point, just one cigarette. And that was 30 something years ago, if you think about that, right? So, yeah, that was when amazing that pack... opportunity, amazing opportunity to make money. Just like, hey, where are you going with all those carton cigarettes? Yeah. I'm going to make some money. Yeah. I'm
0: yeah, go sell, sell, sell these tax free under the ocean.
1: So, Obi, are there, so I mean, I think going into space is nuts. I think going into submersible is nuts. And again, I hope, I hope everything works out there. But what are some other crazy, crazy ass shit that people do
0: the the, the everest climbers they climb <laughs> everest
1: so yes so that's another thing i think people are lulled into thinking because other people have done it that it's safe but people die all the time on mount Everest. all the
0: time all the time It's it's like littered with dead bodies at this point it is yeah. it's crazy the number of dead bodies on everest
1: yeah, so you're right. That's another crazy thing. I think people get lulled into it. Well, I have a Sherpa and it's safe. No, it's not safe.
0: I, I don't even think so. I think the people who climb Everest, they've climbed enough to know that it's not safe. But they do it. Like, you, ha- you can't just, like, Kilimanjaro, you can kind of just climb. If you, as long as you can hike, you can climb it um, because it's not like Everest. But Everest needs to know how to mountain climb before you can climb it. That's my, yeah. again, if, if anyone knows better, please comment. We love feedback, but that's-
1: No, I do think there's some ice climbing. You have to climb like sheer face ice. Like you gotta, you gotta be able to do that. I saw this thing on uh Netflix once about free climbing. Like, so there's these guys that rock climb, like sheer cliffs rock with no rope, nothing. Like if you fall dead, why would you do that?
0: I just saw an article today about a free climber who like posts all his pictures on Instagram and said, but in the background, he was slowly going crazy or something. That was like the headline. And I was like, then I saw the picture of him like 50 feet up on a sheer rock cliff. I'm like, that was in the, in the background. That was that. Yeah, I agree. I used to skydive.
1: Okay. Skydiving without a parachute is crazy. Skydiving with the parachute is not as crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, People I do die once in a while from that. But it, it it's was not completely
0: it, it was actually shocking how few people died a year. Like they would publish numbers and you'd be like, yeah. oh I don't and think like, that's as crazy as rock climbing without ropes. No, I, I agree. I think it's I think rock climbing without ropes is probably crazier. I think it's about as crazy as rock climbing with ropes. Like in that same like those people who and then they sleep on the edge of the mountain, like
1: well, that's, that's crazy too, but it's still
0: safer. It's safer than not having rope. I agree. I agree. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm putting those the the, the rock climbing and and the skydiving like that together, but the free climbing is is a whole other beast. And then they do it for speed too. They to try to beat the previous guy's record. Like it's, yeah, it's gutsy. It's gutsy. That's I I'm right. not doing. So
1: what it. do you think? Do you think free climbing on rocks is crazier than going in this submersible to see the Titanic?
0: I'm gonna say no, and here's why. I'm gonna say when you're reclimbing on rocks, you're building up to a level of skill so that you're not just climbing up the rocks. Now a couple of these guys what were you're
1: saying is you have a pretty good level of confidence that you can handle that fun.
0: Yes, you you're challenging just yourself, you're not challenging some guy. Who's building the submersible? You're not challenging all that other things. Yeah, I, I'd say the submersibles a little crazier. Besides, you don't know who those other four people are. You think you do, but you've never been locked in a small eighteen foot cabinet hole with them before either. Uh, and one of them could crack. I'm sure one of them's cracking now. I mean, it's horrible.
1: Yeah, I read today that oh uh, Just in case you ever find yourself in this situation, I don't think you are, based on what we're talking about but the experts recommend that you sleep as much as possible so you can conserve oxygen. You, who the hell is going to be sleeping in a situation like that?
0: Uh, um, uh, Nobody. Nobody. I, I hope they have more weed there than they did at the Ed Sheeran concert. That's 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 what I'm hoping for them. It, yeah, yeah,
1: I don't know. Anything else? I'm wondering if there's other crazy things out there. Oh, I there's some there's so there's people that are crazy and they don't realize they're crazy, right? Have you ever seen these people? And this is not a New Jersey thing; it's a Connecticut thing because Connecticut, you don't have to wear a motorcycle helmet. But do you ever see the people riding in and out of traffic on Route 95 with no helmet on, going 100 miles an hour on a motorcycle? That's freaking nuts, too. Uh
0: so. Yeah, I mean, in New Jersey, they have helmets on. But you see that. And I swear, you see that. And then, like, five minutes later, you always see the other dude with the bumper sticker, uh, watch out for bike riders. And you're like, dude, did you just see your your buddy? I mean, watch out. I couldn't couldn't even react to him. He was going so fast in on that thing. So if he fell, I, I would do my best because I'm not trying not to, you know, have a human life on my ledger. But, yes. Yep. I, I, but, I, I also,
1: but those people don't think they're doing anything crazy.
0: I had a, uh, I had a friend who was a rider. He lasted one uh, summer. I mean, I've had several friends who were a rider, but I had one friend who didn't think he was doing anything crazy. He was not the kind of guy you met and thought of as crazy. So when he even he got the bike, you're like, you're a little conservative in that manner for a bike. Put the bike on the ground, scratched himself up, Came back got back on the horse and said i proved i can get back on the horse i'm selling the bike
1: smart he's lucky that he only scratched himself up yeah it's yeah. not uh I, I don't know if that makes now listen going back to father's day just to bring this full circle you know when i was like in preschool my dad my dad had a motorcycle and he used to pick me up from preschool on it and i would ride on the back as like a four-year-old again peer pressure would not allow that shit to happen today obi can you imagine like i think they'd call cps i think the child care teachers would call cps if somebody showed up and put a four-year-old on the back of their bike and took off
0: so i can't remember how long ago it was now but it was in the last 10 15 years pink's husband is a professional or boyfriend yeah or,
1: yeah, yeah Carrie hard or yeah
0: yeah he had his kid on the bike going like three miles an hour and people are freaking out like yeah Yeah. So can you imagine if your father, just some guy picked you? absolutely.
1: He was driving down the road with traffic. I mean, I had a helmet on because it was New York. I had a helmet, but I'm four years old. Thought nothing
0: of it. Yep. No, you definitely Your father definitely would have CPS there. Yeah. If it was today. If it was today. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. uh, Some of these things are changing. Helmets. uh, I, I didn't know Connecticut let you go without a helmet.
1: Oh yeah, we <laughs> it's like a freedom thing, man. You gotta wear a seatbelt though, but you don't have to wear a helmet.
0: If people could see the look on my face now. I've been just...
1: Well, wait, I think I've shared this before on the podcast. So another freedom thing that Connecticut has is the no open container law on the car. Like so if you're driving in a car in Connecticut, your passengers can be drinking.
0: Ooh. I think you have shared that. That's you
1: know as long as the as long as the driver is not drinking there's no laws being broken
0: i mean i think that's i think the law is reasonable i think the enforceability of it to be honest is is a little more difficult to to manage like how you but well
1: i guess if you blow 0.08 you blow 0.08 and you go to jail right but I just think it's crazy, and what's what's even crazier about the motorcycle helmet, like the no law for the helmet and the and the and the um uh, the uh, open container law, is that every year it comes up again, like in the legislature. There's always like there's always like that one person always tries to get both of those things changed, and it never goes anywhere. Like there's a like so it's not like like oh shit we forgot that was a law like it's a twenty year old law. Like every year it comes up, and every year people consciously say no no no. It's good that you don't have to wear a helmet, or oh no no no, it's, yeah, booze should be in the back seat or the passenger seat. I don't know why that's a problem. Like they consciously think about that. That's
0: crazy. Okay. okay, I mean, that's 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 a nice foible of your state. I don't know if foible is the right word. It, it, idiosyncrasy of your state. There, that not only is it a thing, it's a thing people are reminded of, and they go, "We're, we're going to keep this. This, this we're <laughs> going to keep."
1: Every year. They make a conscious decision. Do, comes up do you know
0: year. if Connecticut has a, a higher rate of DWI accidents and or arrests than other states? I don't believe so. So well, it's... Otherwise
1: we would know about it. I don't believe so.
0: So it must be working.
1: It took a long time to get legal weed here and it took a long time to get legal sports betting here. But you can drink. You could drink in the past seat. Wait
0: a second. I got another question for you. With that, the... Does Sam have a project graduation, graduation ball, graduation overnight dance type thing at her school?
1: Uh, Yeah, they do that the night of graduation, which by the way, I think that's another, oh, you know what? This is, I'm sorry, we're gonna, this might take us a little bit long, but this is something. You've said this before, that your family's never going to another graduation again, just because of the the time wasted they are. So I sat through two graduations, an eighth grade graduation and a high school graduation, back-to-back nights. And I sat there both times, thinking, oh, my God, Obi has this right. These suck. And the reason they suck is why do people think that they are so important that they have to get up and give everyone life lessons? I'm talking to you, principal. I'm talking to you, superintendent. I'm talking to you, board of education representative. No one gives two craps. The reason they're there is because they get rid of having to listen to you give them advice. (laughs) Why do they have to listen to it again? I mean, think about it. Your principal has been telling you for four years of high school, this is how you got to act. You got to hear some big long diatribe about how you should act the rest of your life. I mean, it's what, and I tell you what, as a 50 year old, I don't need to hear that. What a waste of time. What, oh my God. And then, and oh, I I know I'm going to get in trouble for this, but some of these get redone in Spanish too. So it's double time.
0: Redone in not done simultaneously.
1: No, redone. So so they speak and you're like, I understood that. And then they start talking again, but it's something you don't understand. <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, you're saying the
0: same speech again in Spanish. So like <sighs> if you're gonna do it in Spanish, I totally get that it's great, And I, I can't even say, oh, that's bad, because I think it's great. But there is the idea, read a sentence or two, then do Spanish for a sentence or two. Because if people can't understand English, and they need to hear it in Spanish, you have put them to sleep
1: first. Bingo. Bingo. And then when you wake them up, when they, oh, I hear my language, then they wake up, then you put the other people to speak. Yeah. Like you have an alternating nap cycle going on. And that's not good for anybody. There's got to be a better way, Obi. Got to be a better way.
0: So, I mean... You know we talk about my my sword fighting and a lot of the times we have masters from korea come and they talk and they you know they give us training and the translator is 3 seconds behind him like you know he'll say maybe not that quick but he'll say a sentence or two the translator will start his you know because if he did the whole thing in korean then the no that that, that I think that that's one more thing to add to the you don't even know how to be a good public speaker just because you can speak in Spanish. Please do it properly. Hi, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Hola amigos. Uh, I don't. I know it's not exactly right, but yeah. Please let let's do it so that everybody can be equally bored for equally as long at the same time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so these so these graduation ceremonies just grown on and on. Oh my god. Oh my god. Don't they realize people, the kids just re- and the parents only want to see their kid walk across the stage. Cut the crap. Just have them sit down and give them their diplomas and let's go take some pictures.
0: So is Alex now going to uh, follow my Alex and not go to her well, own I'm sure high
1: school? I'm sure she'll go. I mean, and I don't blame her for wanting to go. It's just it's just, just one of those torturous events. So anyway, going back to your, your party. So, yes, so when I was in high school, the party was like the night of prom because, you know, after prom, everyone wants to go out and get bombed and drive drunk and, and crash and die. So they did the they did the parties back in the 80s after prom to keep the kids safe. And I, I think that makes sense. But here it's not after prom. It's after graduation. Again, same concept. Kids are going to go out partying. so Let's keep them safe. But here's where I think it differs with prom and graduation.
0: Before you go on, I, I'm very interested in this. I had high school, even in the 80s. We had it, we did not have it after the prom. We had, had it, after it after graduation. I did after graduation.
1: Okay. Well, here's why I think that's wrong. Here's why prom, it's one night, you're celebrating one night. Graduation, the freaking parties are still going on a week later. And I think they, they're going to be next weekend. and like every Because you can't everyone have a party the next day. Because no one would show up. Because everyone else is having their party. So as a kid. For high school graduation. You have ample opportunities to go out and get smashed and dry. Not just one night. Prom. It's just one night. Like after prom. Like you're like oh. I didn't drink last night. So I'm going to go out tonight. That's not how it works. Right? I don't think. Like. Well, it could you still do it, but it's not because of prom. It's just because that's what you do. So I, I don't know. I just think that the post grad thing should really be a post prom thing, and then you know it's kind of a wild. Well, left.
0: the the prom thing. I mean, lots of people have rented the limo. They're not driving themselves. They're going straight down to the shore. They're gonna. So at least here, the kids go to prom and then they go to shore house right after prom. Well, that's a Jersey thing,
1: I guess. You're right. Yeah. Going to the shore and have a shore house. That's clearly not happening in Connecticut.
0: Yeah. But that also happened after graduation in Jersey. So the crazy thing about in Jersey, at least at my, at my school, was so they kept you up all night at this party. And then after being up all night, granted you were sober, at this party you got in a car and drove down to your shore house. So would I have been better off just getting in a car and driving down to my shore house? Probably. Um, just, you know, but... So is the stakes of uh this thing and i tell you
1: a lot of parents put a lot of time energy and effort into this this party uh apparently cost like 30 grand
0: oh yeah i mean they are And
1: a year's worth of fundraising
0: they are spectacular things when they when they're when they come off uh well um mine was spectacular i've seen other people's um my oldest did not go to his he did not want to do that at the time he when he graduated high school, he never stayed up past ten o'clock. He still, as a college student, barely stays up past ten. He's an old soul, I, but the youngest I to say, sounds like me. <laughs> the the yeah yes we the youngest uh, I suspect will be going to his because he's like literally one of his best friends was being called into work at this thing. He's only a junior, and he'll be doing sound at the thing at two o'clock at night. He's like, oh yeah, Jason's doing working the the, the graduation party, so yeah you yeah,
1: do, do that, but i I think it should be after prom, but you know that but that's also me being set in my way. so I had it after my prom, I think that's the way should be, uh, and you know me i'm I'm against
0: progress, obviously, uh, yes, yes, you are, you know, progress is rough, so just wanna get you prepared for this, so but let's talk about what we're gonna do next episode, uh and then then we'll sign off. so I looked at uh. One random website, the 100 greatest songs of the 80s, uh, falling in at about 45, was what I thought would be your favorite of the top 45. Like I started at one and worked my way up and said this is the song that's going to love. And that Sweet Child of Mine uh, by yeah. Guns N' Roses. So yeah. that's going to be our benchmark. And looking at songs, the 2010s till now and see if you can right. find anything. All right, I
1: can already give everybody a teaser, first of all. Two things on that. Sweet Child of Mine being 45 in the 80s, bullshit list. Second, I mean that's, I mean if it's not number one, it's top five, right? And second, I can I'll say it right now, and I'll do my research, but I'll say it right now. I don't think there's a song recorded between 2010 and 2019 better than that song. So that's pretty uh, easy
0: for me to say right now. I uh will agree with your first point that shocking how low it was on the list. And I'm looking at some of these other songs and there are three or four, uh, that probably, uh, deserve to be here higher than sweet child of mine. Even if I don't like them more, um, you know, there was Prince Michael Jackson and Whitney Houston in the eighties. So they have some pretty unbelievable stuff that you're trying to say, uh, compare I, I, it to. I, I,
1: I get it. But we also, here's the other thing though. You need a song, and this is something for people to think about. You need a song if you're going to try to play this game that can stand up to time. I think some of those Whitney Houston songs, Prince, Prince uh, it, awesome. Michael Jackson, maybe because his whole persona went sideways. Some of those songs, I'm not so sure stand up. Right, they're '80 songs and they sound like '80 songs. I will tell you that Guns N' Roses song could have been recorded yesterday,
0: as far as I can. Okay, well we we well I I chose I chose. What I thought you would think of as a highly spectacular song in the top hundred, I, I, I did Absolutely. not. I, I went for what as like there's maybe a Bon Jovi song that even remotely I went maybe, and then I thought I'm like no, so we'll stop. So that so that's the song we're looking at, and I have I will say that there is a song that uh, I believe uh, is one of my top ten favorite songs of all time that is recorded in the time frame that we will be looking at, so we will get right. to discuss that. And then and everybody
1: think, will well, tell us. Obi, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I think there's an opportunity for people to give some feedback here and tell us the song in 2010 to 2019, better than sweet child of mine so that I can debate them. Uh, no, we're going
0: to, I'm giving plenty of time. 2010 to 2013 years to two, till, till today. Oh, OK. Yeah. Yeah. My, we're going to we're gonna give people plenty of time to come up with a song that is better than Sweet Child of Mine. Now, one more thing i like to add to this debate is I th- as uh, especially knowing who some of our listeners are. We are talking about songs that are radio hits like we're, we're, it's got to be a hit song. I understand that some of us have songs that we prefer that never made it on the radio, even if they're by a big band or even by a band that nobody's. air quoting here nobody's ever heard of uh, that we would say are better and uh, also where do you think Sweet Child of Mine should rank in 80 songs lore do you even think it is a top 100 song or a top 5 song like Ed said so we'll be looking for the feedback hopefully your feedback won't suck because the charm is that we suck I'm Obi That said, see you in a couple weeks we're drinking from the garden